Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the Mystery to Me podcast. I'm Anya Kane. And I'm Kevin Greenlee. And we love movies and television shows with a whiff of mystery. Mystery to Me will feature us riffing on murder mysteries, film noir, cozy detective stories, police procedurals, psychological thrillers, legal dramas, tales of teen sleuths, and more. Once we're done yucking it up about whatever we've just seen, we'll serve up our five-star final takes on whether it's worth your time. If you're offended by silliness, profanity, political asides, canine-related interruptions, and losers laughing at their own bad jokes, beware. Also note that some of the stories we'll be talking about are pretty dark, and in some cases exceptionally badly written. So content warning for murder, violence, suicide, torture, rape, racism, misogyny, homophobia, transphobia, and bigotry. If there's a movie or show you'd like for us to talk about, email us at mysterytomepodcast at gmail.com. Our show's take on genre is pretty loosey-goosey. So as long as your suggestion has some dash of mystery, we're interested in hearing about it. Spoiler alert! We're going to be discussing the entirety of this show or movie, spoilers and all. So if you want to be surprised, press pause, go watch the thing, then join us for the show. Now that you've heard our spiel, go ahead and polish off those magnifying glasses and slip into your favorite trench coat. Let's get mysterious. what did we just watch uh we just watched abracadaver which is the third in the series of the crossword puzzle mysteries and i think at this point after we saw the first one you were very upset that we only had the first three we didn't have the last five now i'm thanking my lucky magician stars yeah this is the one where it's uh what if a magician dies and uh (laughs) Basically, that's the plot. I mean, you, we could probably just end this now. Yeah, that, that makes the editing uh, pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saves a lot of time tomorrow. One minute mystery. 
God. Yeah, this one this one kind of lost the plot a little bit. This one felt to me like this was a script written for something else. Yeah, and they had to like switch it out into the crossword mysteries at the last possible second for reasons unknown. Yes. That's what it felt like to me. Uh, at one point you said it felt like to you like the two main performers had conflicting schedules because they didn't have a lot of scenes together. Right. And it's like a Hallmark mystery. So they're not like hooking up, but they're like, you know, we're kind of, we're hoping they will. And then they're just constantly apart. And that had been a problem in previous ones, but less of a problem. Also in previous ones, it felt like they had some chemistry. Yeah. Here it's like, it's like they're acting separately and then they just, there's not really... They just kind of seem awkward. They don't seem to have any chemistry whatsoever. And they, they introduce a new reporter for her to pal around with a little bit. He's also barely in it. And he's he doesn't have any chemistry with her either. But I think he's, is he supposed to be like a rival? A romantic yeah, rival? Yeah, he seems really, he, he doesn't, they don't really have chemistry. But he's acting interested in her in a romantic sense. Which is more than you could say for the detective Logan. And also I think we were both troubled by the fact that there was a Chauncey chasm by which I mean, there was a big lack of Chauncey. That, that well said, I don't think I could top Chauncey chasm, Chauncey <laughs> chasm. It's, it's tragic. It was a, it was a tragic lack of Chauncey, the father of Logan, the chief of detectives, uh, or some sort of authority figure within the NYPD. He was all over the last one. Here he gets some awkward scenes where he's slumped over a blueprint or makes a few comments. But generally, where the fuck was Chauncey? Where the fuck was this felt? Chauncey? This just felt like it was shot. So interestingly, this was shot. This was came out in 2020. So I wonder if maybe the pandemic uh, ended up throwing some Hallmark things into chaos and they ended up having to do this script and maybe film a lot of people separately you know for the majority of it i don't know i just it was definitely it was it was a it was a step down it was a it was a typo of a movie i'm trying to make like a crossword pun i i, I don't do crosswords they're all about newspapers and editing i don't know i'm, I'm trying here are you i'm trying harder than this movie was well, i'll give you that yeah, and and like I think you know you love magic. You're a big magic fan. I'm I tolerate magic. I'm I'm fine with it. That it can be fun. Uh, but this one just it felt so removed from her crossword puzzle thing that it was kind of s stupid because like she's taking a magic class because she's doing a magic theme crossword puzzle. You don't need to take a class in a subject to do a crossword puzzle based on that subject. All you need to do is Google words associated with magic. And for the most part, it really didn't feel like her crossword column or, you know, uh, what she does, it kind of really played into this. It's like she's not a journalist. It's not like she can kind of bounce around and do a bunch of different things. So just, I don't know, it just felt, felt like this one was kind of losing... Lost the plot. Lost lost the magic. Oof. I don't know if it ever had magic, but it had competence. Do you want to <laughs> explain the central mystery? So, so there, there is, in this version of New York, there is some sort of institution that's similar to the Magic Castle 
out in Los Angeles and is called the Magic Manor. And Tess, as we say, is taking a magic class out there. And and you said you were very upset about that. I wasn't upset about it. I'm just like, wow, she's really extremely single. <laughs> now, when you were single in the city, you took like a boxing class. Get all my anger out. Got <laughs> gotta get some way to get the aggression out when you're uh, when you're on the dating apps. <laughs> so so oh, you're on a lot of dating apps when you're in the big city. I was on a few dating apps in my time. And they, they got you angry. It's not fun to date people, at least when you're me. I'm sure some people enjoy it. I don't. So is it like a self-defense thing? You, I'm going to be going out on some dates. I need to learn uh, how to treat the guy to some chin I'm music. I'm obviously just kidding. And also, no, it was not a self-defense thing. It was a workout thing. So how is that better than taking a magic class? Because you were shitting all over for taking this magic class. I was joking. I was trying to add some levity to this very boring movie. Generally, uh, yeah, I, do, I don't know anyone who's done a magic class. It just felt like she, it just feels like this character like doesn't really have a life. And like I hate to sound mean. I say this as a very nerdy person who also just doesn't do much. But like I feel she, in the previous ones, all we see her doing is work. And then this one, she has a birthday party at the Magic Manor. All she, the only people who come, are her aunt, her assistant, her new coworker, who she kind of is having a bit of a flirtatious thing with this reporter, and then Logan, who's this like quote unquote friend who they obviously had some sort of romantic connection, even though they never acted upon it. And now it's just kind of stagnated and weird. And I just am like, is Tess okay? I'm less concerned about her being single. You know, you can be happy and single, whatever. Let's not let's not have some bullshit patriarchal views on that. I'm more of concerned how is she lonely? Is she okay? Cuz that's not a good I I I'm I'm concerned about her after this movie. What would you like her to see to do different? I'd love to see her to develop some real connections that she maintains uh friendship, romantic or otherwise, you know, outside of her job. Don't you agree that that so birthday you, you, party scene was sad? Are, are you counting Logan is outside her job? He's just like, you know, they had this thing. It could have been romantic. Now it's not. Why? As you've said, part of the problem with a slow burn romance is that at some point it's burning way too long and it just burns out. And it's like, these are two single adult people. What's the problem? Why aren't they getting together? Yes. And are we to assume uh, they are chased outside of this? Are they in like other relationships? Are they fooling around? Uh, isn't it unusual for young, attractive adults in the city not to be doing things with other young, attractive adults. It's very different from young, attractive adults in the rural areas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you're thinking about these people's sex lives. We're sitting here watching a Hallmark movie, and that's where your mind goes. Yes. So are, are they wow. are, are they chased? Are, are they fooling around with other people? I mean, why why aren't they connecting? 
I don't know. And it just, it kind of is like, well, maybe then it's not meant to be, but it's like, why, like, like if it's not meant to be fine, but then, you know, are you really just good friends with this guy or like what? Like, I don't get their relationship at this point. I got it in the beginning. And even the second movie, you're kind of like, okay, maybe things in, you know, just she was upset because her friend died in the first one. So maybe things just were not good for that in the first one. But by, but by movie three, it's like, what is, what is this dynamic? What are we doing here? If you're both adults, why don't just say, oh, would you like to go out on a date? Yeah, I don't I don't get it. And it's not like they're established as like, oh, they're really shy or anything or dealing with like any sort of, you know, anxiety issue that might, you know, be be, be, it be a factor here. I just I don't get it. And it's not that interesting. It's like petered out for me. It's petered out. It had its chance. So it feels like your relationship with the, these films are similar to Tessa's yeah. relationship with Logan. Oh, and it's it also just kind of off the rails. Like the first two, I'm like, hell yeah. Then the second one, what if a magician died? What if my love for this film series died too? That's the real murder victim here and the real tragedy. Because I, I just, I can't, I can't keep waiting around for this. Also, the movies would change very little, but for the better, if they were dating. You could have them be dating and be like, oh, hey, hon, stop interfering my job. Okay. You could still have the back and forth. That's like I Love Lucy stuff. You could do some I Love Lucy meets crossword puzzles meets murder, you know, and, and you know, like a Nick and Nora Charles vibe. Like we're kind of, we're a couple, we solve murders. Maybe the man sometimes, you know, puts the woman into a taxi cab and sends her uptown because he doesn't want her interfering. But otherwise, you know, we get along. And like, I think there's something fun about that. I really don't think... I really think there's like this weird sense that audiences don't want to see people together, but I think they actually do. I think they'd like to see a couple interact. That's why you guys are listening to this bullshit right now. No one's listening to this. No one's listening All to this. All five of you. In this, in this, in this, in this particular segment that they interact very little, they have shockingly few scenes together. She might have uh, a very similar amount of screen time with her aunt. Yeah, it feels like that for sure. And, you know, the the central mystery, it's like a guy does a trick on stage. He's a magician. He dies. And now we got to solve it because it's, it's poisoned. <laughs> it's a poisoning. They done killed that magician. What happened? And... and- we have a lot of magicians starting their shows with speeches about the power of magic and why do we like magic? And, and it's just, and then the, 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 the tricks we see are largely like hack tricks that uh, were old, like 30 or 40 years ago. There's no real skill involved. It's like, oh, a person's going to get in a little box and we're going to stick swords in the box. Ooh. No offense, Kevin, but that's what people think of when they think of magic. That's not magic. You want the sleight of hand, the close-up magic. You don't go to the magic castle in Los Angeles to see a a little sword through a box trick. You go to see something more skillful than that. And none of these people really seem to have any skills. Yeah, kind of like with the crossword focus mysteries will shorts from the new york times had some sort of hand in it right so he was able to bring maybe a bit of 
his own expertise to the writing to say, okay, here's here's how it really is. It doesn't really feel like there's anyone doing that here for the magicians in yes. the room. I don't feel like a magician's hand is guiding this at all. And that kind of makes it feel a little bit less urgent. I don't really care what kind of magic they do because I just don't pay attention to magic stuff. But Your loss. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Have you ever been to the Magic Castle in L.A.? You speak of it knowingly. I'd love to. (laughs) You'd love to. You have to be invited. I'm not good enough. But I've (laughs) I've seen many a Magic show. I've seen many a magic show. Wait, so the, you have to be invited to be a guest? I think you have to be a member, don't you? Or uh, 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 what? a guest of a member. I'll, I'll look it up. I don't. This all seems very elaborate. It's a special place. It's a very special place. Did you ever try to learn magic yourself? Doesn't every child? Uh, Didn't you ever try to learn magic? Yeah, I guess I did at some point. I went through a Harry Houdini phase where I was very interested in the history of like some of that, but it kind of just ends depressingly. Some asshole punches him and he dies, and I was kind of like, "Oh, jeez." The Magic Castle is really it says it's, it's open to uh, members and their invited guests. I'm not a member, and I'm unlikely to uh, be an invited guest. There you go, and <laughs> end a story. Wouldn't you love to go to the vaunted, the celebrated, the almost mythic magic castle in L.A. that you've heard so many stories about? Sure. How grand and glorious it is. When's the last magic show you've been to? Uh, I actually suggested we go to some magic shows recently, and you didn't seem all that interested. I so, don't think I shot it down. Yeah, you shot it down. No, I didn't. I said, look, there's all these magic shows going on uh, this month. I probably said, cool, sign us up, and then you didn't do anything. You you said magic, and then you just spat on the ground. Jesus Christ. That's not what I did. Uh, The last magic show was probably four or five years ago. The great Mac King. Did he awe you? He's one of the best in the business. He's Mac King, for God's sake. 
So are you as a he's mag- quite he's quite a showman. So as somebody who's not that into magic, I was bored, and as someone who's really into magic, you were bored. So I, the, the, they were disappointing magic and non-magic fans throughout across the spectrum. Yes. So it it was it was bad. And I could forgive a lot of hacky mystery plots, but you got to have something with the characters. And honestly, for you, I mean, for me, I I like seeing characters work together to solve problems. That's kind of a basic thing for me. And when it's just a bunch of people separately doing things at a certain point, it's like, is that is that as fun as a group of people working together or two people working together or like the interaction and interplay between different things? And I think you were most upset, though, by the lack of Chauncey. No, yeah, I mean... I, I think you, I always consider you to be Chauncey's champion. Nobody puts Chauncey in a corner. And this movie dared to. And I am not, I'm not okay. In a way, you consider us both Chauncey's children. There was none of that magical Chauncey chit-chat. <laughs> oh my god. Chauncey's chair was empty. <laughs> Chauncey's chuckle went unheard. Oh no, that's so sad. Yeah, I miss Chauncey. They should bring more of him in. He always just seems so happy and kind of vaguely smug and like excited to be there. Like I just—he's like a cheery Chauncey. He's a cheery Chauncey, and they—they they chucked him out of this one. Yeah. <laughs> Chauncey choked because there was there wasn't enough of him. <laughs> here's here's so can we just describe what because the, the mystery again the, the other ones were you know kind of ridiculous or hard to follow but this one kind of was like I don't know it went in a lot of directions then suddenly it's like oh this magician well guess what guess what he was also a ballroom dancer and he did a he he and the, his ballroom partner did a trick to get to fool the cops and. The magician's actually not dead. He and his ballroom dancer murdered her husband and then swapped the bodies. And so he's still out there. And then there's a lot of running through the magic mansion, the magic manor, like, you know, so it was, it was, it was like, oh, it's like a magic trick because they changed. They had hidden uh, doors and big trunks with props in it. And see, not and that, props, uh, bodies. That's how. People who don't really understand magic think magic is. They're just a bunch of props. You just push buttons and you you push chests out of the way. And then you get another chest and you hide in it. This sleight of hand, their skill. You don't think there's, a, <laughs> there's any skill in the sleight of chess routine? <laughs> if it was Chauncey's chess, yes. <laughs> Now, one of the teachers of the magic, uh, do you want to talk about that scene? Yes. Wait, what about, oh, the balls? This guy's like, yeah, you want to put the balls in the cups, ladies. <laughs> Keep your eyes on my balls that I'm holding right now. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? Lots of discussion of balls in this. Uh, they go to some, like, this, this is the bizarre website where the contact form is like a scavenger hunt. Which like come on like let's like that that's insane. 
lots of alluding to various New York places, but you don't really feel like there's a real sense of being in the city because it's obviously filmed somewhere in Canada or something like that. There was a bizarre character who has a very strong and pronounced British accent, which is fine. There's no problem with that, except for the fact that they make a big deal about her coming from Indiana. Also, Detective Logan references the Indiana connection in such a way that indicates that he's forgotten that Tess herself is from Indiana. Yes. So just everything's just, it's gone off the rails, folks. Maybe they've, maybe they've turned it around with the subsequent two films, but at this point I'm kind of like, I don't know. I don't think it's right. How, how would you, let's say Hallmark said, Anya, you're absolutely right. We're bringing you in to run Crossword Puzzles Mystery 4. How would you write this ship? I'd have them get together. And I'd have it focus on a crossword-themed mystery. Or at least involving something involving word puzzles. Maybe you have Tess write the her universe equivalent of Wordle or something. And that somehow pertains to a murder. Something. Gotta do something. Give me a Wordle-related murder. What if a man is murdered? What if, what if somebody's murdered and then every, people play Wordle? And everybody has one word. And Tess invented Wordle in this universe. Everyone has one word, but then a, a different word goes to one person who had some sort of connection to the murdered man. And it's like, you're next. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the implication is. And Tess and Logan have to stop the murderer before he gets, the, you know, this next person who's been threatened. Is this person who's been threatened, does he or she have a personal connection to Tess? It was just a random reader. It could be the reporter they introduced in this one. Maybe, like, the reporter's source gets murdered, and then the reporter plays Wordle. And is like, oh, it's really weird that you had, you know, death as your, you know, your Wordle thing. And she's like, it wasn't death. It was, you know, bunnies or something. And then, ah, someone's going to kill him. What's going to happen? Okay, next question. Have they gotten together between movies, or do they get together in your fourth movie? They get together in the fourth movie. We don't want to see that happen off. So we want to see what finally brings it around. What finally does bring it around? You got me on the edge of my seat. Maybe they both have a, a, a brush with death, and they kind of are like, we need to stop fucking around. Did she send him uh, a wordle that is somehow an invitation to romance? I like that. I like that. So you know what? That's what that's what they should do. But are they going to listen to me? No. Well, I mean, I never do. No one does, even though I'm right. I think you'll admit that on this one. Would you have any ideas that you'd want to bring to the table? I mean, maybe you don't have to, if you don't want to, you don't have to write the sequel. But, like, what are your, you're the, you're the, uh, you're the Hallmark executive who runs this thing. What are your notes for them? They need to shit or get off the pot. There needs to be some sort of progression. Not only have the characters not gotten together, uh, Detective Logan is still is annoyed when she pitches in on an investigation as he was in the first one, even though she has clearly demonstrated that she is more skilled at solving his cases than he is. So why is she? Why is he continuing to be annoyed? 
it's like all these films just have to do the same, the exact same beats over and over and over again. Well said. Well said. Have we crossed this word off our magician's list? So the list? actual, uh, here from IMDb, here's the actual summary of Hit movie me. four. Hit me. Terminal Descent. After volunteering to participate in a crossword-solving competition with a supercomputer, crossword puzzle editor Tess Harper finds herself swept into the investigation of the bizarre murder of the tech CEO. Huh. Well, at least it has something to do with puzzles. Crossword puzzle mystery six, or five, rather. Riddle me dead. Tess gets invited to be part of a popular game show. When the host is unexpectedly murdered, she and Detective Logan O'Connor try to discover who's behind it all. So the host was unexpectedly murdered, as opposed to those expected murders. All those murders they had on the schedule, on the books. Yeah. Pretty pretty inconvenient, and not to mention rude when people throw in an unexpected murder. Don't you think? Yes. Uh, the first review of movie five uh, raves, idiotic and stupid. <laughs> In fairness, that's the same review for our podcast. <laughs> Rightfully so. Uh, uh, yeah. Another uh, review raves, Monk did the mystery game show episode better. <laughs> Brutal. Owned by the Monk Squad. Uh, I love Lacey, who's the actress, but not in this. The movie didn't start well and kept sinking as it progressed. Yeah, guys, come on. Hallmark, you know what to do. You have my number. Give me a ring. We'll talk. We'll figure this out. We'll, we'll, we'll write the ship. You have, all the, you have all the clues for a crossword mystery, but you just got to put them together and think about it. That sounded sort of like the threat from the snowman marketing, but, you know, we're just going to ignore that. <laughs> Mr. Belize, I gave you all the clues. You could have saved her. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we got we to turn this around because we, we, deserve, we deserve better from the Crossword Mystery series. So are you going to bring us home? I'd say that Abracadaver indicates that the Crossword Mysteries don't work like magic like they used to. Thanks for listening this week. I'd like to give a special thanks to Kevin T. Greenley, who's no relation to me. He's the guy that composed the great music for this podcast, and you can find him on the web at kevintg.com. You can follow us on Twitter at mystery to me. That's mystery underscore to underscore me underscore. And at mystery to me podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can always send us recommendations and feedback of any kind at mystery to me podcast at gmail.com. We're not teens setting up Hotmail accounts in the early 2000s, so all of those spell out two as T-O. Thanks, Thanks so, so much, much for, for listening. listening.